This is Crisscross Applesauce. I'm Amit Kooner. I'm the uh, data guy here. I'm Mike Gardner, one-third of Crisscross Applesauce. I am the Donald guy here, so talking about a lot of things, politics and the like. And I am Gunther. I am the other fourth of Crisscross Applesauce. Um, <laughs> That's true, there are four of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm the designer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, welcome to Crisscross Applesauce. Thanks for joining us. We're looking forward to talking about some very topical uh, articles that we've all discovered in the past three weeks. Um, I'm the added sugar, and I'm the <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the apple brown sugar. Brown sugar. That's true. I'm the brown sugar. I'm the brown sugar. I'm I'm raw. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the apple bottom. Gunther. <laughs> Oh, oh man, and we're drinking right. some great ladies, and uh, it's on a, on a, on a dreary well, 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 Trump, evening. Trump doesn't the wants to get rid of the LGBTQ uh, uh, acronym. Ac- no, no, not the acronym. He wants to cut it from the next census. Wow! So even if you are an apple bottom, no one will know. Do you think that's Mike Pence's influence? Honestly, I, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> but you would, so I, I actually read some articles about this. That the amount, the, the, the number of ridiculous things that this administration is doing causes yeah. fatigue to the point where people who should be standing up against a lot of these, um, these, these wrongs no longer want to because they're like, we are just so f***ing tired of trying to combat every lie, you know, every horrible thing that's said and done. That we just get, like, this is only day 60, guys. Like, we still have four years, potentially. Now, there's been some other stuff going on with Russia and Mike Flynn and immunity and all that stuff. But we are still in early days and already we're experiencing such fatigue that we no longer have the patience, the desire, the will to, to combat it. And yeah. which means that, in some sense, they win, right? Because if the people who are supposed to be holding them to account aren't anymore... Can I? It's their world. Can, can I add one small thing? In that I think this is the issue with why liberals lose. And I've, I, I, there's an article about that, right? I, perhaps. But I have. Uh, oh, th- th- there is an article you posted about that. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> anyway. And I, I was complaining to Alicia about that recently, where I was like, Wait, do people know who Alicia is? Oh, yeah. sorry, my, my, my uh, finance, Alicia. <laughs> liberals, we get upset about a lot of things and all conservatives ever have to say is that God, right? Or it's like, because anything that liberals say against that, anything that conservatives say are going to be just like, they can just go against it. And it's like so simple. It's like, and I, this is going to be a little bit controversial, but I kind of no, agree. Not I, I, this I, I, I kind of agree with what Dave Chappelle was saying, right? It's Dave like, Chappelle? Have you heard the Dave Chappelle comedy specials? No. He's getting a lot of for what he said in some of them. Netflix? Where, where, yeah, where he's like, you know, the trans community, what they're doing is exactly what needs to be happening in this country. But everybody's trying to rush too fast. No, that's bullshit. No, 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 no. And, and he, here's the problem. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. Everyone... Like, I, I totally believe that everyone is a human and everyone should be allowed to love and it, all that sort of stuff. But if you tell your great-grandmother, like, that I'm going to throw 3,000 things at her, right? Okay. And, and the, totally. But the one thing that affects, like, we, 
Black people in this country still don't have, still aren't treated the same Correct. as okay. So, so all I'm saying is that, like, as liberals, we are we are spreading our assets too thin. We are fighting too many wars, uh, battles in this war, and so all conservatives have to say is like, no. They just have to say no. That's all the f- it is. No. I, all right, I, now I, now go. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I'm going to be hated for saying that, but I, I really do believe that we are fighting. We have spread our. We, we, we're like America around the world. Who is it that determines what we should focus on and what we shouldn't? Right. So I, I agree in some sense that there is a lot. There are a lot of big issues, but there is no bigger issue than a human rights. Hundred percent. Right? And and I and I would also agree that in other countries, their human rights records are far from stellar and that even in this country, right? We, we were the most, one of the more advanced, progressive countries in the world. We still have our issues that we need to work out, but like if there, there is no other thing that we should be focusing on. So I don't care about my great grandmother. I, I don't even care about my parents, right? They're in their six, late sixties. We care about the, People in their teens and 20s and 30s and 40s, totally. the ones who are going to be inheriting a lot of the um, issues or opportunities that we currently have. So let me be clear, Michael. Let me be clear that we must care about everyone in this country, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. those who are different. Right, because unlike Different Sweden and Finland, okay, yeah. uh, I know what okay, you mean. okay, I know what sorry, you mean. sorry. I, I, now I feel like I'm going to get killed everywhere once this comes out, right? But like, essentially, what I'm saying is that like those that don't maybe fit the white, yes, yeah, male yeah. No, I know what you mean. mold, yeah, sure. right? You just need to be politically yeah. correct in this podcast. All I'm saying is that this is that liberals get behind a thousand things. So I, uh, one of our senior marketing leaders at the company for, that I work at, which will remain nameless, said that if everyone's your customer, then no one's your customer. If every issue is important, then no issue is important, yes. maybe is what you're trying to say. So yeah, I, there's certainly, I, I think, some truth to that. However, I think, again, we have, to, we have to think about our values individually, our values collectively, and then figure out how, how and which to advance them. So the idea that because we wanted transgender people to be able to use the bathroom that they feel comfortable with, liberals wanted that to happen, that all of a sudden whites, older white people in rural counties got scared and therefore voted for Trump, I just think is, even if that's actually what happened, I do not think that we should temper the human rights, civil rights totally. movement, right? I'm not, and I don't think that you were advocating that. I'm just saying we haven't won any war. We 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 well, can, we, 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 we we continue war. to spread our spread our like. I, I mean, and, and since World War II, you're saying that the U.S. the the, the literal United States armed forces since World War II has engaged in a lot of armed conflict around the world, but not won because now we are spread so thin. That our resources are depleted. That we, you know, we. we what's the mission? What's, what's the mission and the vision that we're fighting for? Uh, two of the articles that we covered. Uh, one of them on uh, Harvard Business Review, and it was the rise of AI makes emotional intelligence more important. One of the things that that this article really covers is so much. I'm going to call it office work, mm-hmm. not manufacturing, but office work. Mm-hmm. It requires this idea of 
gathering data, analyzing data, like or researching, gathering data, analysis, synthesis, and kind of giving out some insights. So it give, giving out the insights, and then basically, it, kind of what this article gets to is anybody can do that. I mean, yeah, anybody can do that. Anybody really could gather, research, whatever you want to call it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, research whatever you want. Yeah. Analyze it, synthesize it, and, and create some insights out of it. But how that interconnects with the different layers, the different characters, the different personalities, it's something that is very difficult for AI to figure out. So, so if you call it a then it won't get, like... It's going to get bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I, I'm trying to see how much I can push this. No, no, but... <laughs> Our moms are listening. I, I know, I know. Hi, Mom. Did I put this table there? But, but what I'm wondering by emotional intelligence, like when, when it comes back with its insights... Yeah. Then, then like, no, where, it, where does emotional intelligence? No, the AI. In? The AI is not coming back with the emotional aspect. No, no, no. So, 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 so here, here, here's the thing. So the article, right, said that there are machines that can do things better than human beings can. Yeah. Gather data, analyze data. In fractions of a second. In fractions, interpret results, determine a, rec a recommended course of action, implement that course of action, right? And because of that, there are a lot of functions that no longer require humans to do, right? And actually, I would extend it beyond what Gunther yeah, was saying earlier. The point being that, uh, no, it, it is manufacturing, right? That has gone the way of automation. It is a lot of the tasks that financial advisors, doctors, data scientists, right, rely on. Uh -huh machine learning and artificial intelligence to do a lot of the the data analysis and interpretation of that data. Yeah. And therefore, emotional intelligence, the ability to connect to people, right? To empathize, to sympathize, to understand. Wait, are you referring uh, to designers right now? <laughs> okay, uh, primalloop.com, primalloop.com. <laughs> becomes increasingly important. And that if we extend that to a few other articles that we were reading, uh, one of which is data-driven campaigns are killing the de Democratic Party. We say that you can't just rely on data, right? So we've got machines that do the data analysis, and then we've got humans only relying on the data to form conclusions as opposed to trying to connect with their fellow citizens, right? And so... Can you go more into that article? Like, what 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 is it saying in that article? The data-driven campaigns are killing the Democratic Party, or the yeah, Democratic because I thought data-driven campaigns well, brought so Barack Obama to the that, presidency. That, that is, yes, that is true. That it, well, the article talks about how for four election cycles, uh, data, specifically the two Obama elections campaigns, how it proved invaluable, right? So that, how the campaign really used data and analytics <laughs> to you know, split populations to send the right message, but that this last election, they relied too much on data and where they, if, if, you, if you think about what happened in this last election, three key states, I think it was like Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio, Hillary Clinton lost by 107,000 votes between the three, right? Those three states determined the election. Who, who were the, who were the, what were the demographics of those three, three states? Predominantly, white, working class, and many of them had voted for Obama. But Hillary Clinton's campaign said, we don't need to focus on those areas because we're going to win. 
she didn't do what she needed to do in those states, and therefore yeah. they, they switched to Trump, right? So this idea that we can only rely on data potentially and not so much the emotional connection. And so the third article, I think that ties all this into it, is was a Slate article that talked about that liberals can't only rely on facts, that we need to use emotion to try to sway people, right? So there's a, an interest, there's an intersection, I think, between three articles, which is, again, IQ, EQ, yeah. rise of artificial intelligence, you, the need for emotional intelligence, that the liberals and Democrats rely too much on data, not enough about kind of intuition, their gut, and then how our friends on the right are more emotionally driven and less you know, they value science less. They yeah. value technology less. Think about what Trump's administration is doing right now. Yeah. They are cutting funding for the sciences. They are, they want to, they don't, they, you know, many of them don't believe in man-made climate change. I mean, there's, so you, you can't appeal to this. You can't say 97% of climate scientists say that man-made climate change is real because that actually doesn't mean anything to the right you have to bring it down to their well it's interesting because that ties into the other uh, god right (laughs) yeah it's just god right well no that ties into also the other story that 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 we um we kind of like queued up to discuss yeah which uh it's it's time to go up in facts and how do you have conversations with the uh, across the aisle or, or with different ideologies based on this idea that it's not let me prove to you why I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah. Because let's be realistic, like no good constructive criticism has ever come from somebody proving us wrong. Like some when somebody comes to me and says, Hey Gunther, let me tell you what you're wrong and I'm right, it's not going to necessarily make me want to Even if they are even if, even if they're wrong. right. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. gonna necessarily like create a good relationship between the two of us. But developing a relationship between the two of us, working together and them empathizing with my point of view or being interested in my point of view and vice versa, that's how we're going to be able to progress uh, throughout. So it's just interesting. I mean, I I would have to say that some of the best conversations I've had has been with people who voted for Trump, with people who were Trump supporters, but they... they, Oh, absolutely. No, but see, like, yeah. you can, I'm from machine. <laughs> but like, they were able to tell me why. And then they were go, curious. Go, go, go. Let, let me know why, because I, I, I mean, I, I have my. And then they were curious to find out my side of the story. Yeah. And together we were able to have a, a conversation. And I was able to understand at the human level, at a personal level, what their definitions of why were. And, and quite honestly, like the truth for, behind it was. They didn't want to vote for Hillary. And they yeah. didn't want to vote Which for a third bullshit. party Which member. Which is a reason. Then so what said I, the yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so here, here's what here's, here's what I would actually like to do because this, this podcast is about data design and unfortunately the Donald and what we have here are two experts one in data and one in design and then and I won't call myself an expert in the Donald although I, I am fascinated by politics and his, his rise to infamy but because these articles, one was about emotional intelligence, and we were talking earlier about human-centered design. And the other was about how the Democrats can only rely on data to drive the results, right? So that's where these two specialists come into play. I am a specialist. Uh, it, it, it all all roads lead to the Donald, but you know, I, I think we're the disciplines, the areas of focus that that we have are kind of well. So I think it's interesting that to, to, to come to this point because I, as as I like to progress. Uh, with the conversation, 
I like to establish what maybe we can we, we, we can enter the banter the banter zone. Trader Mark <laughs> Banter Zone <laughs> Yeah. I have a story uh, to tell too when you're done. No, no. I, I want to before we move forth to the discussion of uh, of the two disciplines and how they, they tie into this perfect storm that is this this episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and taking consideration this is our third uh, third episode. What do we think this podcast is about? I think that the, the, the listeners are interested to know. Okay, I'm, I'm, I've I've hung in there for uh, thirty minute episodes for 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 the first two episodes, and do do we need to be explicit about it? Um, <laughs> I'll tell a funny story. <laughs> that that's, that's so I, ha- I have a that's bunch of random friends, and uh, one of them gave this chair to another friend. That's an uh, that, that's an Eames chair. It's an it's a it's a fake Eames chair. But he gave it to my other buddy. Oh, is that what it's called? My dad has one Eames chair. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The, the original ones are like five Gs. For well, sure. that, that's a, that's a yeah. that's a Herman Miller Eames chair. Oh. And one of my roommates. Those are originals from the sixties. They weren't that much. These are replicas. But anyway, but but these are new or five thousand bucks. But anyway, this is a replica. My Fuck. buddy gives it to another this other buddy, and then a couple weeks later says, "Oh, by the way, when I buy a house, I want that chair back." So then my buddy takes a photo of himself nude lying in the chair and says, Are you sure you want that chair back? Got it. Oh, no. Keep going. So no, it's it's maybe is that what the what Crisscross Applesauce is about? It's about like the talk. What are we talking about? This podcast really is this podcast is at the intersection or the crossroads or the crisscross of a lot of different things. Yeah. But I think ultimately it's about how does one how, how does one find like what is truth? Again, we go back to this. What is truth? How does mm-hmm. one find truth? What does truth mean? It, it, I want to ask. It, 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 I want to ask a question it, about that. Yeah, when we talk about what is truth. I think over the last two and a half episodes, the themes that keep coming up, of course, are the dawn and AI. Yeah, is there a thread, or are those just the hot topics right now? Or are we both, or can we say that this is about technology and politics? And if it is about technology, why are we talking about AI? Is it because AI is the hot topic right no. now? I'll tell you what it is right now in okay. two words. It is progress versus regress. AI represents progress to me. That is the next step in the evolution of... That is such a design. complex subject for and most of humanity to understand. And you know what the Donald represents? The yeah. 1950s. Of course, he, which is easy for he, people to understand. He, yeah. He, he represents going back in time and AI represents going forward in time. But 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 and but I think I think the, something the, the, that's really and, interesting to me is the fact that like AI it's such to us we're all in technology around this table like to us AI seems something very normal. It seems like an everyday thing. But I think to the majority, it's like our representation of AI goes as far as Alexa, goes as far as Siri. Most people don't spend a fraction of their a second of, of a day thinking about what AI is and what it means. Right? Most people don't listen to podcasts. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk. No, about no, 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 no. I, 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 we should absolutely talk about AI. We yeah, should yeah. absolutely talk about what it means for society, technology, jobs, ethics, society, whatever, yeah. ethics, all that stuff. What I'm saying is that like most people don't even realize like how their lives have been impacted by, I, I don't think. And, and we were 
even more narrowly focused on just the U.S. and in the Northeast, let alone many other parts of the world where, like, you know, they're still trying to – they still have to walk four miles to get clean water, right? Like, so, you know, we, we, we come at it from a, a certain perspective, but – um, <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't drink the water there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Michigan and fans listening from Michigan to Switzerland, it was a root song that I remember from many years ago, which, which I really liked. Uh, you have on the screen, um, it's six levels of AI. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. Like, no, is no, that no. like a Fifty Shades of Grey for yes. the AI version? Yeah, it's, it's super hot. So, <laughs> so essentially, I went to a very interesting talk the other day that I wanted to pass by you guys, and I think would be actually a very good kind of primer to AI and I think would help like I think for AI you think of it as like Westworld and stuff like that it'd be kind of good to give like a basis for what AI totally. is and yeah, what yeah, the possibilities yeah. are and like where the future is going right here's where we educate y'all I'd educate myself too I mean totally. it's like you, you hear a lot of these words and I think yeah. it's it's much like in a business setting when everybody's are you aligned like what does that even fucking mean? There's a synergies it's like, and efficiencies yeah, yeah. in order for yeah. us to develop the strategy. Oh, that, oh it, that's God. a value add, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. So uh, ipso facto, I will. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna scale that, but okay. Yeah, scaling is the big problem. Uh, everybody nods vigorously, but what the f does that even mean? Have to just time? take notes. Just take notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just nod and take notes. So I went to this talk by this professor at Columbia, Hod Lipson. It's fascinating. I, I should have sent it to you guys. It was at the Rubin Museum in Union Square. Yeah, love it. It's, it's, you've been there? I've never been yeah. there. It's an Asian art museum. It was a fascinating discussion. It was called AI and Avatar. Essentially, the discussion was about how Avatar is a Hindu word. We take Avatar to mean like your digital representation of yourself. Avatar was supposed to be like, I'm going to f*** this up, but it's like, I guess for Hindu people, an avatar is essentially like, every possible permutation of yourself that there is out there. Yeah. But essentially it's like that there's some hologram. There you go. There's, Simulation. They, 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 there's some uh, statues of like Vishnu with like a million different heads over him. Yeah. And those are all avatars or like all the different other versions. Essentially he went through essentially the, the history of AI and he said that, you know, data is the fuel and algorithms are the engine of AI. Right. So what does that mean? Largely, a lot of the a lot of the theory that's been used for artificial intelligence were developed in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Yeah, they, they've been around forever. Turing, it, it's the just Turing test. Turing, all those folks at yeah. Berkeley and at, and at, at Stanford. Essentially, what happened was that there just wasn't the data to collect to actually feed yeah. these algorithms to yeah. prove out theories, right? Yeah, and sense. it's not been until the last few years when everyone has a camera on them, everyone is being recorded all the time. All of a sudden, Facebook has all this data that people are first giving it, and now they're using to solidify their algorithms for who you are. I mean, yeah, what you like, and we can serve you ads, and that's how we. So it's all money. been about yeah. the data for years and years. So he goes through a very nice thing at the end that talks about the six levels of AI, and it goes through sort of like the history of AI to where we're going, right? And so the the first thing is about like essentially rules based like for a long time people thought that you could just teach a computer enough rules and it will figure it out much like ibm watson with yeah. jeopardy years ago right but that ibm watson could not win against an ibm watson now because that was fully rules based and now this actually thinks for itself this one thing well here's what happened is i think about six seven years ago 
there were like a million images that were fed to people and fed to machines. And humans were able to determine the images that were in those, in those photos at a 95% accuracy. Computers were only able to hit 75% accuracy five years ago. Right. Now they're at like 97%. Yeah. They're more, even better. Than, better than humans? Better than humans at identifying images. Mo, mo better. Right. Mo so they're, they're like a thousand images across a thousand different categories that you feed into this algorithm and it spits out. It's the same logic as it's always been. Yeah. So essentially like for at, at one well, point. This is the point that over time. The AI learns and it gets better and it gets better. Totally. And the but, but, but power. The, the, the point is that humans can't write every single rule in a decision tree. Yes. Eventually, you just have to feed it data and it will understand. It's, it, it's like these computer programs beating us in chess now because they can run these calculations. But but, but chess is a finite number of opportunities. There's no, things like well, Go that are like. Uh, oh, you go. Yeah, that was another yeah. article I read recently. Okay, so I want to quickly go through this. There, there are six sort of levels of AI. The number one is data mining, which is sort of what analytics departments do, right? That you're able to find trends in data. You're able to group things, right? No, thank you. Gunther, you're out. Apple, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I've, I've been talking a lot, but I just wanted to set some background. No, no, no. no. It's what the flying Your AI is not working, man. Oh, my God. All right. Number two is predictive analytics, right? So it's taking all the data that you can and then using that to predict some things in the future, right? Then there's three, which is kind of where we are right now, which is cognitive computing. Tell me more so, about that. Not for real. Tell me more. Okay. <clears throat> so this is about how does a computer know that a chair is a chair? Eventually, you feed it enough pieces of information that it can tell this is a chair so not, and, a, and, and not a starfish, so right? What, what's enough pieces of information, right? And that's where it gets to like kind of the human brain and like... Yeah, I mean, like, it, how, how do we know what a chair is? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, and I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk to you guys about some fucked up shit they they showed us at the end, which was so crazy that I yeah. couldn't even believe. Human centipede. Uh, totally. Even worse. <laughs> even crazier than that. All right. So cognitive computing is actually being able to know. So the image on the a, screen right now is a little girl with a dog. Dog and, and how, a chair how, how and how a trash can. AI know that. That's a girl. That's a dog. That's a chair. It has to be fed enough pieces yes. of data. Right, right, right. You can't tell it that at this angle and this angle and this color there's too many options you have to just feed it enough data and eventually it will be able to do it put it together and say it's a chair right it's like mario right so we we go from cognitive computing to curious machines tell me more about is what he's determining right so curious machines curious machines are essentially the next step in ai are machines that are interested in their world they're interested to learn what's around them. They want to experience what because whatever they've been programmed they have. to be right curious. Not <laughs> because they themselves have become curious. They haven't achieved the level of well, like, it, it, I of, am of, 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 of self awareness, right? Yeah, it, it, there's some sort of self awareness that comes with that. But essentially, like with creative machines, curious machines, there are some machines out there that are creating. Interesting Wait, is this DAC eighty four slides? Yeah, yeah, dude. So, okay, long story short, the next part is self-awareness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last part is actually machines creating other machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so the, the, the fascinating thing, I, he, he, didn't sh he didn't, okay. I, I went to, this, I went to this, a lecture. Yeah. This thing is like an octopus, right? Yep. It has millions of sensors on it. And it's basically Boston, um, Boston Dynamics. Well, th th this is at Columbia. And essentially, they have 
all of these sensors on this thing. And the only job for it was to essentially like this arm is independent of that arm, independent of that arm, that independent of that arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there is a representation in the video. This is a PDF, but in the, in the video he showed, there's a representation of what it understands that it is yes. at day one. Yes. And you can start to see by, by the end of day four, it understands that it looks like this. Right. Because of all the sensors. This arm is connect is communicating with that arm, that with that. And here's the up thing. By one week, it starts trying to get up. Yes. Have you seen yeah. this? I have seen this, it. This is I, the I, most I, I, thing I, I ever to, seen. I, I thought, went to a lecture at the National Academy of Sciences here in Lower Manhattan. And uh, you had you had a lot of people who were talking it's about- It's the scariest thing I've ever well, seen. Wait, you, you had four experts. Uh, you had, and, and, and many of them were concerned with consciousness. Like what, 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 what is consciousness? We don't sure. know yet. So you had a philosopher, you had a, somebody who was skilled in robotics, you had a, a, a physicist and yeah. And the, and, and the, the one guy actually brought one of the robots and, and did it. And it was insane. And it learns over time. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can so, I? Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. It, so it, I, it, it learn like it, it takes an action and it learns that that action was successful or not, and then it will replicate that and then go from there. And it will it will eventually um, figure out how to complete some kind of task. I mean, it's 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 fascinating, and I think it goes back to the more fundamental questions, which the smartest physicists, philosophers. Uh, neuroscientists, etc., can't answer, which is evolutionary biologists. What is consciousness? Where did it arise? What is? How do you determine whether or not AI is conscious and whether it's not? So I want to touch on something. And can real you quick. create that? We we've we've talked about politics. We talk about AI. I'm still a little bit. Uh, we've talked about the future and we've talked about the past. And 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 I don't know that there's an intersection. I know that there's definitely a divergence between kind of those two starting points. Um, but I, one of the things that I'm really fascinated as, as, as we're continuing with this, with this journey is uh, artificial intelligence. Um, I think both of you are incredibly smart and um, <laughs> much smarter than I am when it comes to artificial intelligence and, and understanding all this, all this craziness of possibilities. Yeah. <clears throat> and yet last week, something like I came across a, a piece of news that I, I haven't shared with you guys that kind of shook my world. And it was like, uh, uh, it was like a, the, the ice bucket challenge without intending to do one. And just somebody just like dumped a whole bucket of ice water on you. And that was Elon Musk has been on the news yes. quite a bit lately with the recycle rockets, with all these different things. But the thing that caught my eye was his investment in backing in Neuralink. Are you familiar, guys familiar with this? I just, I just saw an article about this. No. Unbelievable. He's Tell basically saying he is concerned with the advancements of artificial intelligence yeah. because he feels that we are investing as humanity. We're investing a lot on artificial intelligence and AI, but he doesn't feel like we're investing in human brain, in human intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes episode three. Thank you so much for listening. This is Mike. I am a carbon-based life form, extant member of the hominid cloud, a stubborn contrarian, eternal optimist, advocate for intellectual honesty and reason. 13 plus years of diverse marketing experience. I'm not as obnoxious as I sound. Uh, you can follow me at at marketer Mitch. Please just keep it light on the hate mail. I've got enough to deal with. 
Uh, thanks for listening. Over to you, Gunther. Ooh. And this is Gunther Chenanch. I am the principal designer of Primal Loop, a human-centered design consultancy based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I would say our focus is history, legends, mythology, and anthropology, and just learning how the human condition and learning how we can use technology to connect the human condition through history, culture, and the likes. I'm Ahmed Kooner. Uh, you can find me at Kooner Ahmed, K-O-O-N-E-R-A-M-I-T. I work at a tech and design agency in Brooklyn. I work in analytics, but I wish that I was a, a developer in some way that I could create something uh, in my spare time. That's a wrap. We look forward to seeing you. And uh, if you have any suggestions or any, uh, any topics you'd like to cover, please shoot us a tweet or you can also Google uh, any one of us. Uh, we'll come right up on the Google search. So yeah, feel free to shoot us a text, an email, a tweet, whatever it might be. And we would love to incorporate your thoughts and your topics into the next episode. Until then, for Mike, Amit, and Gunther, this is Criss Cross Applesauce.